The following shear has been presented by Rav Yehoshua Grunwald, Dayan at the Beis Havad of Lakewood, New Jersey, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For halachic wills and estates, or other in Yana Yerusha, please call the center at 1-888-485-VAAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. Parsha Svayetze The Pasuk says in this week's parasha, Vayifka v'amokoim v'yolen shom kivo ha-shemesh. Yaakov Avinu, he came to the place, he slept there, kivo ha-shemesh, because the sun set. V'gemare, in Mesech Tebrachis, t'avchovovo medbeiz, taiches up, that it's not just the Yaakov Avinu came to the place. It ain't pigio el etzfilo. The Gemara says the lashem pigio, the shoyish of pigio, is a reference to davening. And from here, the Gemara derives that the Avinu davened, and the Avinu established the tefila of Meiriv. Avram Avinu established Shacharis, Yaakov Avinu Mincha, Yitzchak Avinu Mincha, and Yaakov Avinu Meiriv. And the Gemara says from here, Vayifka b'amokoyim. Yaakov Avinu established Meirev. With this, I would like to devote today's year about the Tefillah of Meirev and another discussion that comes in to the Tefillah of Meirev and that is the discussion of Semichas Geula Tefillah. The Halacha that you're supposed to Davin Shemayna Esrei right away after you finish Geula, and right after you finish the bracha, Baruch Atah Hashem Gual Yisrael. So, the Gemara says in Mesech the Baruch Estat Chavzayin Amid Beis, the Tfilas Arvis Rishos, the Tfila of Meiriv is Rishos. Now, there's different Rishonim say, even though the Gemara says Arvis Rishos, of course we can't just skip Meiriv. You're annoying to daven it. Today we can't just skip Meiriv. But for certain halachis, for certain areas, Tfilas Arvis Yashos, Tfilah of Meiriv is a drop more cow because it's Meiker Adin, Rishos, Meiker Adin, it's only voluntary rather than obligatory. Like I said before, a person can't just skip it, but to a certain degree it's Rishos, a certain degree it is voluntary. Comes Toysvis in Mesechta Brachis Tavtalaram and Beis Devemaschal Do Amar. And Toysvis asks that Rabbi Yechanan says, Rabbi Yechanan says that by Meiriv you also have to be Soimach Geulah Litfila. Even by Meiriv you have to Davin Shmaina Esrei right after the Brach of Goal Yisrael. Now, like you know, uh, by Shacharis, we talk and say, Baruch Atah Hashem Gual Yisrael, and immediately following we say, Hashem Svasai Tiftach. By Meiriv, we have one or two brachas plus a Kaddish in between, in between the brach of Gual Yisrael and the Shemayna Esrei. Nevertheless, the Gemara already tells us that it's Geul Arichto, the fact that we say Hashkiveinu is a Gula Richto and the bracha, the second bracha which is said in Chutz Laaretz 
it was instituted at a later time. The Poiskim also discuss how that's not considered an interruption. In essence, the way we daven, Mayriv, that we say the Bracha Baruch Hashem Yisrael, we say the Bracha Ashkiveinu, we say the Bracha Baruch Hashem Le'olam Amen, Baruch Hashem Le'olam, and Kaddish, that's considered Smichas Gulu Litfila, that is considered that we still are having Shemayna Esrei right next to the Baruch of Goal Yisrael. And therefore, an additional interruption, if somebody adds something else in between, finishing the Bracha and, or the Kaddish, and Davening Mayriv, they are interrupting in Geula Litfila. They are interrupting between the Bracha of Geula and the Tfila of Mayriv. Be that as it may, comes Toysvis and Toysvis asks a question. How could Rabbi Yochanan say that Mayriv, you have to be Soymach Ulo Litfila, you have to put Geulo next to Tfila. The Chayra, the whole obligation of Davini Mayriv is only Rishos. We said from the Gemara and the Brachas Davchav Zayin Amibayz, we said that to a certain level it's considered voluntary. So if the whole obligation of the tefillah is only rishos, how could there be an obligation to be soimich geulo litfila? As I frak Toysvis. So Toysvis answers that even though the tefillah of Meirv is rishos, even though the etzem, even though the obligation of the avening Meirv is not so strong, nevertheless, avif the way the Meshav David, the way the Nitziv and Nitzvah explains, Toysus is saying, even though it's true <coughs> that to a certain level you don't have to daven, Mayriv, Shmaina Esrei, what says the Toysus explaining the Gemara, <coughs> if you do daven, if you do go and daven, then you must be Soimechkula Litfila. In a Hanami, if you were not to daven, if you were to take advantage of this halacha that Mayriv is only Rishos and not daven at all, it would be fine. But since you are davening, once you are davening, then you must be soimich ke'ula litfila. Like I said before, today, of course, we can a person can't just skip Mayriv. We're going... And whatever that means, tefillahs arvis rishos. So the truth is that with this concept, we could explain a magen avram. The magen avram says it's a whole tumul. If ladies have an obligation to daven shmeina esrei, and the magen avram actually writes. That our ladies, they just daven a bakasha ba'alma and they don't daven shemayin esrei. Exactly how a person should fear zech, everybody should go and ask their own paisik what's appropriate. But as I talk to the Magen Avram, the Magen Avram says ladies don't have to daven shemayin esrei. However, the Magen Avram in a different place in Simon Ayin says the Magen Avram in Simon Ayin. Ladies, they have to say the Baruch of Goal Yisrael. 
They have to say and the Mela, they also have to say the Baruch of Amos V'yatziv, which ends off with Goal Yisro. Then says the Magen Avram, since ladies say Goal Yisroel, they say Geula, so therefore they have to be Soimach Geula Litfila. Therefore, they have to make sure that they don't interrupt between the Geula and the Shemayna Esrei. As I talk to the Magen Avram, Fregen Achroinim, Fregte El and others, how could it be that ladies have to go ahead and put Geula next to Shemayna Esrei when the Magen Avram holds they don't have to damage Shemayna Esrei in the first place? How could you tell me that ladies have to be Soimach Geula Litfila? How could the Magen Avram say such a thing when the Magen Avram himself holds that they don't have to damage Shemayna Esrei at all? So the Machtes HaShakel answers, which we can understand very well, like we saw from the Toysvis. In Ochanami, you're right. If a lady doesn't daven Shmoina Esrei, it's okay, so she won't daven. But if she does, if she does daven Shmoina Esrei, so since she's saying Geula, and she's daven Shmoina Esrei, so then she already has to be saying Mechula Litfila. Avifel she davens. If she davens, then she has an obligation of being Saimach Geula Litfila. And that could be Pshat in the Magen Avram. So, so far we have one concept that it's possible that in being Saimach Geula Litfila, it's a Tfila that a person may not have to say it, but Avifel will say it. Once he does say it, he'll have to go ahead and be Saimach Geula Litfila. There's Another concept in Smichas Gula which is a, is similar but different. There's another concept that perhaps the Arsh Shmaina Esrei that a person is obligated to say the Shmaina Esrei, but if there's no Gula there, then you won't have to be saying the Gula Litfila. So before we said it could be he doesn't have to damage Shmaina Esrei at all. But if he davens, he has to be saying There might be other cases that he has to daven, but then it might not be a geula there. If there's no geula around, then he doesn't have to be saying Let's explain. The Rambam says, and this Rambam is in Paragimel from Hilchas Tfila Alocha Zayin. He's really coming from a Gemara Mesach Tebrachis Daf Lamed Zayin, I believe that the Gemara says that Rav would daven shal, shal, uh, shal Shabbos on Erev Shabbos. Rav would daven the tefillah of Meiriv of Shabbos when it was still Friday. In other words, like we say, like making early Shabbos. So the, the Rambam brings down this halacha and he says a person could go ahead and says, says the Rambam, the fish at tefillah is Arvis Yashos. Says, a person could daven the tefillah of Meiriv of Friday night before Shabbos, before Shkia. And who had dinner, a person could daven during Shabbos. Since Meiriv is a Rishos, so we're not so careful with the time of the Meiriv. 
But of course, I'll have to dive in Shemayinasi later on. Oh. That's... Uh, oh, oh. So it's from Brachas Daf Chov Zayin. It's from the Masech to Brachas Daf Chov Zayin. As always, it's the Rambam. Comes the Raivid in Asagis. Comes the Raivid, and the Raivid says, How could that be? Rav did it. He had had a specific need to daven early. But in a regular case, how could somebody do that and not be soimachulu The Rambam is saying a person, when Rav davened early, he would daven shmoina esrei, but not kriyashma and not birchus kriyashma. If that's the case, that means that Rav was not being soimachulu litfilo. The river, how's it shaykh? There's a law, you have to be same as Gulu Litfila. So, therefore, the river says it's impossible, it's not shaykh. A person can't daven Mayriv with, uh, with, uh, with saying Shmaina Esri and not saying Birchus Kriyashma. Now, the Rabbeinu Tam has a different way how to learn the Gemara. According to Rabbeinu Tam, Rav Taka davened. Birchus Kriyashma with Kriyashma early. Just like he's able to daven Shemina Esrei early, so he davened Kriyashma early with Birchus Kriyashma early. But the other Rishonim, like this Rambam and the Raivet, they don't want to learn like that. So the Rambam says it's okay to do it, but he'll just daven Kriyashma and Birchus Kriyashma later. And the Raivet said it must be, it's not something that's permitted on a regular basis, it's only a Shasat Tzoyrech. It's only for something when somebody uh, has a major tchak, when the, when the situation calls for it, so then he's allowed to do it. So the kasha is, how do we answer the Rambam from the Ravid's kasha? The Ravid has a good kasha on the Rambam. L'chayra, how is it shayich to be able to daven Mayrav Shemayna Esrei before a person davens the Kriyashma and the Birchus Kriyashma. The Chayra is missing out on being Soimach Geula Litfila. So, why is it that the Rambam doesn't care about being Soimach Geula Litfila? So comes the Stipler, Kilis Yaakov, Brachis Simon Vez, and says the Stipler, the answer is that the Rambam holds. That the only time a person has to be Saimach Gula Litfila is only if he has Gula in front of him. And he has Tfila in front of him. He's able to dive in Mayriv. He's able to dive in the Birchus Kriyashma and the Shmaina Esri of Mayriv. He's able to dive in both. So then I say you have to put the two together. Then I say you have to have Gula and immediately following you have to have Shmaina Esri. However, says the stipler, there's no halacha that the Shemayin Esrei mitzad itself needs to have a geula next to it. The entire halacha is, if you have both here, put them together. You don't have to bring it here. You don't have to wait to daven Meir of Shemayin Esrei until it's a time that's a right to have geula just because you want to have geula next to tefillah. And says the stipler, I'll bring you a raya. I'll prove it to you. Mincha. 
When we dive in Mincha, we're not soimach geula to litfila. When we dive in Mosef, we're not soimach geula litfila. If somebody misses a shmoyne esrei and they make it ashlumin, they're not soimach geula litfila. There are many cases that a person dive in shmoyne esrei without having geula next to it. Why? Why is it that Mincha and Mosef and Atashlumim don't have to have a Geula next to it? Says the stipler, it must be the Psharis. It must be the Psharis that the only time a person has to put the Shemayin Esri next to Geula is only if he has both of them in front of him. If he has two obligations in front of him, Geula, to say the Birchus Kriyashma, and to say Shemayna Esrei, so then he's obligated to put them together. But if he only has one, if he only has Shemayna Esrei, there's no halacha that I'll have to wait to daven Shemayna Esrei until it's a time that's roi to daven Geula, to say the Birch of Geula. Says the stifler. However, it's not so pashat. My raya, this that I'm proving, I prove, I want to prove that you don't have to have Shemayin Esrei next to Geula. If there's no Chi of a Geula here from learning it from Mincha and Musaf and Tashlumim, perhaps that raya is not such a raya. Why not? Because let's think of a shayla. Let's clear a shayla. You can clear a shayla. What's this halacha that you have to be saying geula litfila? What's this halacha? What Rashi actually tells us that based on Yerushalmi, that the idea of being saying geula litfila is that a person that says. Uh, a person that's not Saimach Geula Litfila, it's comparable to somebody that's a friend of the king and he came knocking on the door of the king and he left and finally the king comes out and the king sees that he left and the king says, if he left, so I'm leaving also. In other words, it's a bizarre to the king. You went ahead and you banged, you knocked on the door to ask the king for something, then you should wait for the king to answer. Don't run away before the king answers. So too, we say the brach of Geula, we talk, we're like diving, we're like knocking on the door, so don't run away. Then you want to ask your bakasha. The same Geula is like knocking on the door, and afterwards you want to dive in Shemayin Esrei, and you want to go ahead and Ask your bakashas. So don't run away. <clears throat> now, says the state where we can have a shayla. What's the halacha? What type of halacha is it that we have to make sure we put Shemayna Esrei immediately after Geula? Is it because the tefillah of Geula needs to have a Shemayna Esrei after it? Or is it because the tefillah of Shemayna Esrei has to come after Geula. Which one is the primary concern? Is it a concern 
that the Geula needs a Shemayna Esrei after it? Or is the primary concern that the Shemayna Esrei needs a Geula before it? Which one is the main focus? So if you say that the main focus is that is that the Shemayna Esrei needs a Geula before it. Shemayna Esrei needs to have Geula before it. If that's the case, so then you could prove from Mincha and Musaf and Tashlumim that the whole halacha that a Shemayna Esrei needs a Geula before it is only if the Geula is right here. If the Geula is here, so you need a Shemayna Esrei before it, but if it's not here at all, you don't need, you don't need a Geula before it. If the gula is not here, you don't need the Shemayna Esri, does not need a gula before it if the gula is not here. For Haraya, Mincha, Mincha, and Mosef, you don't go ahead and have any gula with a tefillah. Ah, Shemayna Esri needs to have a gula. It must be that when you don't have both, you don't need it. However, if you learn the other way, if you learn that gula is what needs a tefillah, the Baruch of Geula has to have a Shemayna Esrei that comes after it. If that's the Pshat, so then you can't prove me anything from Mincha and Mosef and Tashlumim. Mincha and Mosef and Tashlumim, they, they, there's no Geula there. There's no Geula in the first place that you should have a question of where's the Shemayna Esrei after it. By Mayriv and by Shacharis, there's a Geula. There's a Baruch of Kriyashma. So we have a question, where is the Shemayna Esrei after it? So then you have a question, could I say that if you don't have both in front of you, it's still said or it's not said? But Mincha, if the Pshad is, it's the Geula, the primary concern is that the Brach of Geula has to have a Tefillah next to it, so then Mincha and Musaf are out of the ballpark. Musaf and Mincha have no Shaykhs to this Halacha. So you can't prove me anything from Mincha and Musaf to the halacha of Mayrif. So, so it says this title, which way is it? Is it that the Geula needs the Shemayna Esrei after it? Or is it the Shemayna Esrei that needs the Geula before it? So the title says a Talmud Chacham, he doesn't say the name, he says a Talmud Chacham wrote him a letter and brought him a raya to this Shaykh. He said, there's a Talmud Rabbein that says, that that if somebody goes ahead and wants to be somebody let's say he davened he davened Shemayna Esri already <clears throat> and he wants to go ahead and daven Shemayna Esri again to have a Milo of Smichas Gula Litfila he already davened with the Tzibur and he also wants to have Smichas Gula Litfila <clears throat> so so says there. So usually, if a person donates a shmeina esrei, the halacha is a person can't just donate a shmeina esrei unless they add something to the shmeina esrei. First of all, a person has to know they shouldn't be donating shmeina esreis unless they have good kavana during the shmeina esrei. If you're not going to have good kavana, so who asked you to dive to donate a shmeina esrei? If it's beautiful, good. If it's not a, a, a kavana, a shmeina esrei with kavana, then better not to say it. But even if a person is having kavana, a person should not just donate a shmeina esrei 
unless he adds something. Unless he's mechadish badaver, he adds something. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna, if a person goes ahead and they're adding the fact that they are being soimach u'la that is considered that they're adding something to the Shemayin Esrei. So says Rabbeinu Yoyna, if a person went ahead and he first davened with the tzibur early and he, without davening the brach of Geula. And then later on he's going to say the brach of Geula and daven Shemayin Esrei again so that he has smichas Geula litfila. At filas nedave, he's going to daven another shmeina esrei to have smichas gula litfila. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna, Talmidei Rabbeinu Yoyna, that that's considered adding something. Says this Talmud Chacham, you see from here that it's a mile in the shmeina esrei. You see that it's something in the shmeina esrei. You see, there's a concern of the shmeina esrei. The shmeina esrei is a different shmeina esrei. A Shemayna Esrei that's connected to Geula is a different Shemayna Esrei. So this Lechayra tells us that the idea of being Soymech Geula Litfila is an idea that the Tfila, that the Shemayna Esrei, has a Geula next to it. It's not the Nekuda that the Geula has a Shemayna Esrei next to it. Rather, the point is that the Shemayna Esrei has a Geula next to it. So if that's the case, if the point is the Shemayna Esrei, so then we could go back and say it's a good raya. The Rambam Lechayra has a good raya from Mincha and Mosef and Tashlumim that if the Geula is not here, it's not a problem. Mincha and Mosef, if the Nikude is that the Shemayin Esrei should have a Geula next to it, so why don't we work out that Mincha and Mosef should have a, a Geula next to it? It must be that we're not concerned. You don't have to worry about having a geula next to it if it's not a time of saying geula if you don't have a geula here if you don't have a birchas geula here if you don't have the brach of kriyashma here then you don't have to worry so says the stifler so therefore if you daven early and it's not yet time to daven the brach of the geula the Rambam understood that it's Pasha, there's no problem in such a case of being Saimach Geula When it's not here, when the Brach of Geula is not here yet, you don't have to worry about the fact that you don't have, that you're not being Saimach Geula So what comes out is that you have two things, you have two concepts. Number one, you, you, number one, it could be you don't have to dive in Shemayna Esrei. But if you do dive in, you'll have to be Saimach Geula Like we saw. In the Toysvah that says that Tfilas Arvis is Rishos. And we saw in the Morgan Avram that even though ladies, in his opinion, don't have to dive in Shemayna Esrei, but if they do dive and they have to be Saimach Gula And the other way, in the Rambam, according to the Rambam, we saw that even though you have to be Saimach Gula but you only have to be Saimach Gula if you only have to be Saimach Gula if you have a Gula here. If there's no Geula here, if it's not time to say the Birchus Kriyashma, or let's say it's Mincha and Mosif, that there is no Birchus Kriyashma, so then you don't have to have to be Saimach Geula Litfila. Now, in a practical sense, usually a person davens from a sitter, and they're automatically Mekayim being Saimach Geula Litfila. I did want to talk about one case, a practical, a small halacha that is practical that connects both to the fact 
that tefillah is arvis rishos, and to the halacha of being soimich ke'ula litfila. When it comes a day like Rosh Chodesh or Chanukah or Purim or Cholamoyed, and we have to add something into the Shemayna Esrei. So comes Meiriv, and the, the Gabbai in the Shul wants to remind everybody that they should say Yaladiyovo, you're Alanisim in the Davening. So is he allowed? To announce and say so what's the issue the problem is is that it will be a problem of being he's going to be interrupting between the Geula and the Shemayna Esrei so already there's a Rajba that says it's okay the Rajba says it's not a problem he brings down such a minig that it's not a problem and Mishnah Brura says it's not a problem to go ahead and say Yalavi Yovay over here. And he says two he makes a combination of two reasons. Number one, it's for the purpose of the Shemayna Esrei. It's like Gvulituri. And number two, since Tfilas Arvis Rishos, he throws in that since Tfilas Arvis Rishos, since the whole Mayriv is only Rishos. So therefore the whole smichas gula litfila is more cow. Even though Toysva said that the halach of smichas gula litfila is still applicable, nevertheless, as I talked to Rajba, we still use it in combination. And therefore we can understand that it's pashat. Even though, even though you're allowed to go ahead and call out, give a clap, and call out Yala Viyavoy or Ala Nisim before the Mayur of Shemayna Esrei. But by Shachris Shemayna Esrei, you can't do it. The whole heter of the Rajb is in combination with the fact that Tfilis Arvis Rishos. Without that extra combination, it would not be permitted. And therefore, nobody allows announcing the words Yala Viyavoy by Shachris. There, a person would have to give a clap. That would be enough. And the Mishnah Brura brings down this halacha without any chaylik that when it comes to Mayriv, you're allowed to give a clap and say the words. You're allowed to say, Ya'ala v'yavli u'ala nisim. Not even, not only when it's an insertion that's me'akiv and tefillah, such as Ya'ala v'yavli of cholamayid, but even an insertion that's not me'akiv, such as Ya'ala v'yavli of rishchaydash u'ala nisim, even things that are not ma'akiv, the Gabai is allowed to go ahead and call it out. As he's off the Mishnah he doesn't bring down any shayla, it's no problem at all. However, we see that many shuls, they don't do that. There are some places that do that, there are some places that don't do that. So it's worth noting that the Kafachayim says, that in Yerushalayim the minig is not to call out. There's others also. There are those that say that based on the Shulchan Aruch Arav, a person shouldn't the Siddur Arav, a person should not call out. The Chol Oifin, there definitely are sources that a person shouldn't. So it's, a, it's a clear Mishnah Brura that it's permitted. But there are those that say better not to. And therefore, 
each place should follow its minig, and it's what the main point is. Both minhagim are correct. To say Yalaviyavi is correct. Not to say not to say the words Yalaviyavi just to give a clap is correct. Both minhagim are correct. The biggest thing is a place should have a minig and establish minig. It shouldn't be just hefker. One person gives a clap, then another three people yell it out. There's such a thing. Brings bilbul. It's not covered to base medrash. So the ikir thing is, there should be an established minig, and people should follow that minig. Both ways, there's a makar, there are sources to both ways. Either way is a fine mahalach. The nekuda is that it should be with a seder, should be with a, the oifen covered, that either they do call it out or they don't call it out, because both minahagim are really correct minahagim. The Beis Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.